Welcome to the Desert Life Church podcast. We're so excited you've tuned in to hear our weekend message. From wherever you are listening, we hope you're inspired by this message. Father God, I just thank you for this night, Lord God, that um, you would speak through me, Lord God, and that people would hear what they need to hear, that they will take away what they need to take away, that what you want to say to them. And Father God, I just pray that tonight people will encounter your love and your presence in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So I'm going to start again. Today is the 24th of November 2019. So you didn't know that, right? But you know that now. But what that means is that we have 37 days left until we move into the new year. The line will be drawn on 2019. 2019 will be no longer and 2020 will be upon us. It's kind of exciting and it's kind of scary all at the same time. Today's activity will become history. It'll become a good story and a Facebook memory. Who else loves seeing your Facebook memories? Not all are repost worthy, but you know, occasionally we can't help ourselves. But I can guarantee you next year, um, when memories on Facebook, on my feed start reminding me that I went to Vanuatu and I went to Denmark, I'm pretty confident I'm going to share them because they are highlights of my year. And, um, you know, we all like to share our highlights, but they are now a fond memory and they're good pictures. So what do the last 37 days of 2019, the last 37 days actually of this decade, what do they look like for you? It's a bit scary when you think of that. It is going to be the end of a decade. How will you choose to finish out this year? As I said, we are moving into a whole new decade. I think it kind of sounds cool, the 20s, 2020, moving into the decade of the 20s. The decade of the 1920s was known as the Roaring Twenties in Western society and Western culture. It was a time of economic prosperity with a distinctive cultural edge in the US and Western Europe, particularly in the major cities. The spirit of the Roaring Twenties was marked by a general feeling of novelty associated with modernity and a break with tradition. Everything seemed to be feasible through modern technology, new technologies, especially with automobiles, moving pictures and the radio. They brought modernity to a large, not, yeah, I'll keep going. Modernity. Modern, it's... That's the word. Okay. I even Googled how to pronounce it, so my apologies. Okay. Um, So formal decorative frills were shared in favour of practicality in both daily life and architecture. At the same time, jazz and dancing arose in popularity in opposition to the mood of World War I. We are now 100 years on, and look how far we have come. They thought they were cutting edge with their technology and their cars. We've moved on a long way since then. But first, before we move into the new, we must first close out this year. How would you describe your year? It's good to stop and ponder before it is actually over. 
This year, Psalm 107, if I can have it on the screen, in the passion has been my psalm. Actually, not yet. That's fine. I was constantly being drawn back to this, and I just love it. The whole, the whole psalm, there's 47 verses, so it's long, so I'm not going to read it all to you, but verse 1. Let everyone give all their praise and thanks to the Lord. Here's why. He's better than anyone could ever imagine. Yes, he's always loving and kind, and his faithful love never ends. I have so much to praise him for and to thank him for. Why? Because, as the verse says, he is better than anyone could ever imagine. Do you believe that tonight? Do you believe in our God that he is better than anyone you could ever imagine? This year has had its challenges. And this verse has, when, they have, when it has been challenging, this verse has reminded me to give all my praise and thanks to him. And the verse has filled my heart with hope. In, in this psalm, as I said, there's 47 verses. But there are four verses, the one verse repeated four times over. It's in verse 8. It says, So lift your hands and thank God for his marvellous kindness and for all his miracles of mercy for those he loves. This same verse is repeated four times throughout that. And who knows when God repeats himself? I think he's trying to tell us something. And um, I love the use of the words marvellous kindness. It's not just ordinary general kindness. Our God's kindness is extraordinary. It is incredible. And that would be how I would describe this year for me, a year of God's marvellous kindness. I am so thankful for the God, to God for the year that I've had, for the new adventures, the new opportunities, for new friends, a new home, for so many things. How about you? What are you thankful for? Ephesians 5.20 says, Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of, Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's easy to thank God in the good times, isn't it? But what about in the hard times when things don't go your way or don't turn out as you are hoping? In the challenging, in the stretching and the stressful and painful times? We are encouraged to give thanks always for all things. I've discovered in these times, they propel me towards Jesus to wrestle it out with him and to deepen my reliance on him. And ultimately, it causes me to surrender yet again and to trust him. I've learned, I have learned to keep moving forward, even if it's baby steps. It's so important to keep moving forward and not get stuck. How are you going to remember 2019? Has it been a good year? What are you thankful for? Has it been challenging, disappointing at times? Will you be glad to see it over? As I've said, I would have to describe this year seriously as one of God's incredible kindness, God's marvellous kindness. I've had some great years, but this one seriously has been like next level. And for that, I am so thankful. He's been kind in me personally, in my family, in our church. But there's also been challenges in me, in my family, in our church. But for me, overall, 
the goodness of 2019 far outweighs the challenges. For some, I know 2019 has been their absolute worst year ever. And for some year, it's just been another year. But what I do know in Hebrews 13.8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. He is with us in the good. He is with us in the challenges. He is still on the throne and he still wants to move in you and through you. And he has more for all of us. He wants to move us into new. He wants to move us into new opportunities. New adventures await all of us. New ideas, new levels of freedom and wholeness, new ways of thinking and creativity, new levels of confidence. Who would like a little bit more confidence? Yep. So, even in the next 37 days, you can finish 29 better than how you've started. So, with 37 more days, there's still time to finish your year well. It's not uncommon at this time of year to be exhausted, to be tired, weary. You're just counting down the days to holidays or for school to be finishing, for work to be finishing. We all lead pretty full lives with there are a lot, a lot of demands on our time. But as Jesus followers, we have a different spirit on us. And we have access to bring our cares, to bring our troubles to him and allow him to lift us. And I believe he wants to shift things in us. So as we prepare to move into the new year, how are you finishing this year? As I said, I believe God wants us to finish well and he wants us to finish strong. If you are finishing up at your work, at your job, finish well. If you're going on extended leave, finish well. This speaks of our character and our integrity. And as Christians, we seriously should be the best employees around. Have people speak well of you after you've gone rather than list off where you dropped the ball and what you didn't do. This year, we moved into a beautiful new house. It's in a lovely street. And what a joyous time it was to get the keys to the new house, to show the kids through and to be able to open without the real estate agent being there, open every drawer and every cupboard and just marvel at the space and the freshness, imagining where everything's going to go. It was exciting. But at the same time, it also meant the packing up, the cleaning up. The removing of the rubbish would seem to take the whole process took almost us took the teethies about twelve months to pack up this house, and um, before we were able to leave the old place, amazing, um, as you do when you want to get your bond back. <laughs> but it's stressful. Who who's ever moved house? It's a stressful time. Um. So that's what he wants us to do. He wants to close the door on this year well and embrace the new with excitement and wonder. Whether we like it or not, we are going to close the door on 2019. And this decade will move into the 2020, whether you like it or not. What for you needs to stay in 2019? 
And what do you need to carry with you into 2020? What do you need to let go of and move on from? I have a few suggestions as I've thought about this. What needs to stay in 2019 for me are the disappointments, the hurts, excuses, fears and insecurities, some attitudes, negative habits and defences and the big fat lies that float around our head. These things, they weigh us down, they slow us down and they rob us of experiencing the fullness of life that God intends for each of us. These things do not deserve another day of life. These things, they keep us prisoner and life is too short to hang on to these things. A birthday card I received this year said, don't count the years, but make the years count. And I love that. We don't know how long we have on this earth. Let's make these years count. James 4.14 reminds us, but you don't have a clue what tomorrow may bring. For your fleeting life is but a warm breath of air that is visible in the, in the cold only for a moment and then it vanishes. Other translations says it's like a vapour and it disappears. James, the author of that scripture, wants us to carry us, wants us to carry with us an awareness that our every moment Our every movement is dependent on God's grace, his mercy and will. Let's carry this awareness into 2020. Let's carry the lessons learned. Let's carry the promises, the dreams. Carry with you the confidence that he who has begun a good thing in you will complete it. Be aware of what you carry. Is it reflecting our saviour well? The turning of the new year is a time to refocus, to start afresh, to make some new decisions and and unpack a few boxes. You know, when we moved earlier this year, we actually unpacked for the first time boxes that had sat in our garage since we moved here in 2016. So we found a few treasures and a few things stayed in the boxes and went to the dump. But we definitely found... (laughs) You know how you try to lose things when you move that don't belong to you and they belong to other people? Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So we did. We found some treasures that we had forgotten about because we hadn't unpacked yet. And we have been dusting them off and we have found new places for them. And I think a few people here have a box or two of some gifts and some talents that need a bit of dusting off. Are you one to make New Year's resolutions? It normally takes me about until about January 5, only because you see everyone else on Facebook posting, so you think, oh, I better say something. But it's generally because the first few days of the New Year, I'm super sleepy and um, very full from, you know, Christmas and New Year. So I don't like to rush these important things, and I take my time. But as a staff, we've already planned 2020, mostly, and so it's already got me thinking about next year, and I'm determined to be on the front foot 
to be planning and thinking ahead. If 2020 was not what you hoped for, don't lose heart. If, you didn't, if it didn't deliver what you had longed for or hoped for, don't keep mourning it. Remind yourself, if God can move a mountain, if God can part a sea, he can move a man to Alice, he can move a bully at your workplace away, he can move in your body, and he can move in a situation and circumstance for good. He has, he has a plan. Keep trusting and keep believing. Let go and move on. Something about me, I love notebooks, I love diaries and journals. I love to pick up a fresh diary for the new year and think about what will fill its pages, what adventures will be had, what new experiences and the places I will go, what new opportunities and who I will encounter. I love writing in notebooks and journaling and I love at different times to go back and flick through and be reminded of the, of the adventures and of the answered prayer. And sometimes I'm super thankful he didn't answer some of those prayers. Who else? Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we pray and we are certainly glad that God did not answer them. So I love these journals so much I have boxes of them. And um, I must admit, not every notebook is full because I see a shiny new one and I like to, you know, oh, you know, get a new one. And, but what, when I do go back, I always wish I had written more because my memory, I don't know what yours is like, but I can't possibly remember everything. The beginning of the new year is a new slate, it's a new page, a new notebook and a new diary. So, and I love making plans. So what I have learned is that in Proverbs 16, 9 says, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. We can have all the good intentions, the right motives, but sometimes the plans look different than how we imagined and sometimes plans fall through. I've learned to be okay with this. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That has to be one of my ultimate favourites. And, um, yeah, I just, yeah, God is just so good. And when our plans fail or don't turn out, it's okay because he has a better plan. So what are you planning for 2020? Can I encourage you to keep dreaming? Don't give up on plans and desires that and your desires. Maybe it just hasn't been the right time. We know his timing is perfect. Maybe it's time to plan a holiday or go on that mission trip. Maybe it's time that you stepped up and out in confidence into what you know God is calling you to. Maybe it's time to say yes to that opportunity. Maybe it's time to pick up that hobby again or reconnect with someone. Or maybe it's just to do something new. When was, the time, when was the last time you did something new? Do something that scares you. When did you last do that? Whatever it is, when, you make, when we make our plans and commit them to the Lord, he will direct our steps. If we don't start, 
If we don't try, we will never know. With each new year, there's always the unknown. And maybe you're about to embark on something new and it's exciting and it's scary. But be assured, he is for you. He is with you and he will lead you. And he can be trusted. He is faithful. Psalm 66, 9 says, There's no doubt about it. God holds our lives safely in his hand. In six days, we move into a new season. It will be summer here in Australia, which normally means it's hot, it's holidays, it's the festive season, it's relaxation. For lots of us, the office closed, school's out, it's some time off. Can I encourage you to take some time to get some rest, some good rest? Do what renews and replenishes you, whatever that looks like for you. In our ever busy and full lives, it's good just to take time to slow down, to create some space from the routines and the schedules. Just slow down, sleep. Be unhurried and not rushed and spend quality time with your family and friends. I am so much looking forward to this and your family will thank you for it. What are you like when you're not rested? Tired, easily frustrated, impatient? You don't enjoy what's in front of you? We need to be rested so we can grab a hold of everything that God has planned for us and he has more for each of us. As the worship team um, would like to join me, 2019 is fast coming to an end and the dawn of a new decade is just around the corner. Earlier I mentioned the 1920s were known as the Roaring Twenties. I want to suggest to you that the new Twenties will roar with the praises of his people. They will roar with thanksgiving to our God You know, the end of the 1920s, the end of the 1920s ended in the Great Depression. I sense that the end of this decade right now is ending in a depression. There is a sense of hopelessness in our town and communities and in our nation, fires and drought are having, just having their way at the moment. The drought's not broken. People are losing hope all over the place. And we need to see a shift in us and we need to leave some things behind and carry his praises on our lips as we make our plans and move into the new. We need to reflect the hope that people are so hungry and searching for. When we moved house this year, one of the final things we did was fill the ute with rubbish. We drove it to the dump and we, rid, and we were rid of it, never to touch it again. I had a picture today that there are people here in this room that you are walking around with carrying a ute load of garbage. You dr- everywhere you go, it is following you, it is with you. And you need to get rid of it, you need to dump it and be done with it. And tonight, the altar is going to be open for you to come and do business with God. Up from the ashes, we sing this, up from the ashes, hope will arise. And tonight, if you are here and you have not yet made the best decision of your life to accept Jesus into your heart and to begin walking in that relationship with him, 
I want to invite you two to come and to bring what you have been carrying around and tonight you can walk in freedom. Let's stand as we worship. And I'm going to read this psalm. You can pass through his open gates with the password of praise. Come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come, bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For the Lord is always good and ready to receive you. He is so loving that it will amaze you. He is so kind that it will astound you. And He is famous for His faithfulness towards all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for He keeps His promises to every generation. As we sing tonight, let's lift our voices. Let our praises be on our tongue. Let the new of 2020, let's sing of His praises in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are here tonight and there is something going on in you and you say, I need to leave that behind in 2019, fear, insecurity, whatever, disappointment, whatever it is, I invite you to come and as we worship and just have a moment with God in His presence. Let's sing. Thank you for joining us in the podcast. For more information about Desert Life Church, go to desertlifechurch.org or check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day and remember, you belong here.